0: Hello and welcome to the Real Heroes of e-commerce. I am your host, Jason, and on this podcast, we sit down with regular people and get their perspective of marketing and online shopping. Today's topic is about dog toy box subscriptions, and we have three guests on to talk about it and share their dog stories. It's a lot of fun and quite heartwarming. And a quick side note before we get started, I am not affiliated with the dog toy company discussed. They just have a very enthusiastic audience who was willing to share their stories. Okay, let's get into it. So Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, so um, tell me about your dogs. Okay, so I
1: I have one dog. She is a four-year-old Boston Terrier. She's a little bit runty. She's only about 18 pounds, Mm -hmm. but uh, she is just An absolutely incredible sweet affectionate dog with a little bit of a naughty streak Mm -hmm. and uh very comical i mean she's always cracking my my wife and me up uh very very funny
0: funny dog and very 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 happy that's great um i should probably back up tell me a little bit about yourself (laughs) uh yeah so um you know my my name is Jeff O'Brien
1: and uh I, I live in Michigan, so I I split my time between uh Detroit and northern Michigan. Um I actually moved up to northern Michigan uh you know as a result of the, the COVID pandemic and uh I work for a company called Datacore. We provide software for chemical uh distributors and, and process manufacturers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's uh Pretty much just uh, my wife and I in the middle of the woods on a small lake uh, when we're up north, and then uh, when, when we're when we're in Detroit, we're uh, right in the heart of downtown. Okay,
0: so you get the best of both worlds.
1: Yeah, yeah, very
0: much. So, if you have uh, a Boston Terrier, how does she like the the woods, the great outdoors, being so small? She, she absolutely loves it.
1: Uh, you know, since we're on the lake, we can't uh, in, in, we, we don't have a fenced in yard or anything. We, we can't let her just run around. Uh, she's escaped the house once or twice and uh, uh, took off and we, we had to like chase her down. But uh, when, when we put her on the leash, she, she loves going going for walks uh, around the lake through, through the woods. Um, we have a sand dune area where she likes to tear around in, in, in the sand a lot. But uh, yeah, I'd say I, I she she really likes it up here. Mm-hmm. Um, she did well in Detroit as well, though. You know her uh,
0: condo, so very cool. So yeah, we were talking about BarkBox, and um, how did you find out about BarkBox? You know, I
1: I'm not even sure how how I found out about it. I very
0: possibly found out about it
1: on uh, read it through wall street bets. (laughs) So, you know, if if, if you can picture, you know, it's early 2020, we just moved up to the the lake house. Uh, we're not traveling anywhere. We're hardly going to the store We're we're full-time remote workers. Things are a little bit scary and boring. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So spend a lot of time, like just, uh, reading a lot of books, uh, spent time on Reddit, kind of got into the Wall Street bets thing. Did,
0: um, you, did you invest in GameStop?
1: Not GameStop. Um, I, I actually invested in BarkBox. I, you know, I, I, I followed their uh, entire spec journey. I mm-hmm. can't say it was the best investment I've made, but <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I think that's probably how, how I got exposed to, to BarkBox, the company.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. And so I, I, I forget. I forget what happened first. You know, I, I forget if I uh, bought the BarkBox subscription first or the stock first. One of the two. I, you know, I think I bought the subscription first, and I was like, "I love this company. I'll buy the stock." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I still love the company, um, and I'm
0: hoping to love the stock again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ideally. That's really cool. Um, so. Do you remember seeing any ads or signing up for emails or any marketing before you decided to buy?
1: I I think I saw um, ads mostly through Gmail. Yeah, you know, like when, when you go into your email, you'll see like one to three advertisements at, at, at the top, and I, I I seem to recall seeing BarkBox there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, honestly couldn't tell you if I saw it anywhere else but you know that that, that was a while back and you know, I think I think I've been a BarkBox box subscriber now for maybe 18 months okay
0: so you must like it a lot to stay on so long
1: uh, yes yes um, honestly it's
0: uh, one of the very
1: few subscriptions that uh, or like consumer product subscriptions that I've ever uh, signed up for and we we do actually really enjoy it a lot uh my my wife was very skeptical at first Mm -hmm. uh, but you know we we got the first uh box with a couple of toys and some treats in it and uh i instantly kind of fell in love with uh the toys right uh they're really fun designs uh we we went through like a couple of iterations and we dialed in the toys to the right size and material and, and durability for for puffin, mm-hmm. and uh, yep, now we've gotten to a point where uh, my my wife has become a believer. She she no longer thinks it's like just a silly dog toy subscription, but she really loves the the designs. Uh, so, why know, was
0: she skeptical in the beginning?
1: Uh, you know, her thought was, um, you know. You can go buy cheap dog toys from the pet store or get them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And you know, she thought that the BarkBox subscription was maybe too expensive, and uh, and we didn't need the extra treats that BarkBox was sending because we were already getting treats from from Chewy. Mm-hmm. So she she was skeptical for for a number of reasons. But so she she's in uh, advertising and marketing and like has a real keen eye for design. So what, what won her over were the fun designs, mm-hmm. you know, like you can buy a rubber dog toy ring from two dozen, uh, you know, like suppliers. Um, but only BarkBox has a rubber don't, uh, Dunkin' donut. Right. And mm-hmm. it's one of the cutest things to see Puffin run around and, and chase that toy. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, one, one of the toys we got was, um, like a a, a little cactus and, and another one was a succulent plant. And they're, they're just really fun, really cute. Um, probably the best designed dog toys I've seen anywhere. And when, when you see how excited puffing gets with them, uh, you know, it's just kind of turned into a thing where I think I look forward to getting the box every month, every bit, as much as the dog does. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's just fun. Um, it, you know, it, it was interesting kind of like going through, you know, the the pandemic. And, uh, you yeah, I would say yeah, with, with things being very uncertain, a little bit scary, not sure uh, where things uh, were going to head. Uh, one thing that was a, a constant was that uh, my wife and I really bonded a lot over Puffin. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh taking the dog on walks and hikes, getting her out onto a paddle board uh you know mm-hmm. on the lake, playing fetch, you know, tug of war with the toys, you name it. And uh Barkbox was at the center of a lot of that bonding and and, and those experiences. Uh some of the best experiences that that we had for for two years in lockdown.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really important. Yeah, it's really deep. I <laughs> kind of <laughs> wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it, it, you know, it 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 seems kind of kind of silly, like when I think about it, because like you know, three years ago I would have thought, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's dog toys and treats, right? I mean, you, you could get that anywhere, but um, I mean, a a, a lot really really changed for us. I mean. I was never that uh big of a shopper myself, right? I I I didn't really like going to stores that that much uh unless it was for something fun like going to a record shop and digging through record crates or mm-hmm. like going on buying a new bike or a kayak. Um so we we were already kind of um e-commerce forward but uh once we moved up north to the middle of the woods, I mean we became e-commerce pri- primarily mm-hmm. and so yeah t- today if i can't buy it on amazon get it delivered through shipped or buy it from some other e-commerce retailer we basically just don't buy it um
0: and you wait until anymore. you're in detroit i you if know that you can't order
1: we can order anything online <laughs> like you know I, I i honestly haven't found anything that i want or care about that I that I can't get online. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll, I'll stop in a I'll stop in a store if I'm in Detroit and I have to have something that minute. Right. But for the most part, I'm happy to wait two days, five days, whatever it is, um, and
0: just just buy it online and, and get it delivered. So, do you prefer to use like a shopping platform like Amazon or Walmart or? go direct to consumer websites?
1: You know, I, uh, I'm lazy, right? So like I, my, my first go-to for almost everything is, is Amazon mm-hmm. and uh, uh, most things that I care to buy or, or need, I can find on Amazon uh, once in a while. I, I will go to uh, direct to a, a retailer site. If, if, if I'm looking for Something beyond just kind of like commodity consumer goods, you know a good good example would be uh, yeah, I bought a bought a paddle board recently. Yeah, I could have bought one on on Amazon, but the the one that seemed like it would best fit uh, you know my capabilities, my lifestyle, it couldn't get it on Amazon. It was gonna be an expensive purchase, so so I did a lot of research and I went direct to to their website to buy direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, now if uh if that same exact paddle board would have been on Amazon, I probably would have bought it from Amazon and, and gotten the extra Amazon points in my credit card. But uh, you know, if uh if I'm looking for kind of like a more specially high-end, more niche type of product, that, that's a case where I'll go directly to uh you know the the retailer's website. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. How has um the recent increase in prices changed your shopping?
1: You know, we, we've been really fortunate, I guess. Uh, so we, we don't have children, right? Like we, we're not worrying about uh, putting kids through college. Well, we, we both work from home, have professional jobs. Uh, so really, we, we haven't been impacted much. Um, yeah, I would say our spending habits really haven't changed at all. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it it is something that, that we're keeping an eye on, yeah, you know, I would say. With going to work from home, we're probably at the end of the day still saving money because we're we're just not spending nearly as much on gas as we did having to drive 40 or 50 miles every
0: day just to get to work and back. Mm-hmm. Thanks again, Jeff. That was really great. And now we have Kate. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Um I live in Utah. I have two dogs, no kids, but I do have twenty three nieces and nephews, two of which are grand no, three of which are grandnephews. So I cover all the all the bases. That's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Well I do live in Utah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, you, yeah, go you ahead. have t- two dogs two dogs mm-hmm. Let's hear about them. they are molly and stella mm-hmm. and we are uh we're how do i say it we're adopt don't shop kind of people right and so um when we found ourselves without a dog so i was telling my husband this last night actually i was on reddit and i saw somebody was saying that they had lost their dog six years ago and they were finally ready to get have another dog and i was like i don't I I couldn't I couldn't do that when we lost our when we lost the last dog it and it was about a month before I was like I can't not have a dog in the house anymore
3: (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I can't take
2: it can't take it gotta you gotta fill that void um so when we were looking we wanted to we were interested in a chocolate lab um and so we were kind of looking my sister happened to know someone who had a chocolate lab who was moving and not taking the dog with them. And so we went over to take a look, trying not to be too judgy, but a little judgy <laughs> <laughs> as you do. And um, they had her just in the, the backyard, she was three years old and they had her in the backyard. There were, there were three fence fence walls, not a fourth. So she was chained to the fence wall and had, had dug a bunch of holes. They were filled with water, so it was muddy. She had a, a wooden dog house um, and then like this just thin, thin, dirty blanket and her food was set on the floor of the dog house. And I was like, what is this? And the kids that lived there, um, they were like, oh no, we don't wanna go back there, she's mean. And and to be fair, she was barking quite a bit. Um, and so we kind of took a look and so I asked the lady, I said, well, has she ever been in the house? Because my dogs live inside and she said well not since she was a puppy because you know it just got too hard and I was like no I, I don't know but okay and she's like we we had to we don't put our food in a bowl anymore because she kept eating them and I thought well that's why they make metal bowls but okay and so um <laughs> like all of these things are solvable but that's fine and so we, we determined that the husband wanted the dog to run with um but then the wife wasn't as interested in having a dog right so they were moving and we're going to take the dog with and anyway so um my husband was like well let's think about it and so we left and I told him I'm like I'm not leaving her there I can't so we Mm -hmm. went back and um picked her up and she was an absolute angel from the moment we got her home we we put her in the backyard and she just had that look of I, I get to lay on the grass. <laughs> like, mm. I get to just hang out here. And and um, she house trained fast. She had, I think, two accidents. Both were kind enough to be on the linoleum. And we never had a problem with her fence. She's super gentle. Um, those That family just didn't know what they had. She would have been sleeping on the bed with those kids and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But she's just the sweetest, sweetest thing. And That's so... Great. We had her for about a year, maybe two years, and we were. My job was going to have me moving to Boston, and I was kind of excited about it. Fell through at the last minute, and you know I was I was turning forty, and I was like, "Look, if we're not having any kids, I want a puppy." <laughs> and so we went to a local rescue uh, group out here in Salt Lake that happened to have a litter of puppies. And so we went and checked them out. And um my husband likes to say that Stella had a lot of dads because the litter was very diverse. Um mm-hmm, some sure. of the dogs had there's one that had a long tail, one that had no tail. Stella just kind of has this stubby little tail. Um some of them looked kind of German shepherdy, some of them looked lab, some of them looked pity. So it was just quite a mix. Um, so she's full on, she's full on mutt. Um but What's funny is that Molly is particular to my husband. So for instance, when we were looking for another dog, we had gone to the Humane Society. And so we're sitting outside in the gated areas and one of us would sit with Molly and the other one would go in and bring out another dog for her to meet. Well, if I was bringing out the second dog, she was fine. But if she saw my husband walking over with another dog on a leash, she went, nuts and she has like this high-pitched crying yelping it sounds like we're beating her it's terrible and so she was doing that and so I'm like okay well fine I want a dog for me so when we were picking out Stella we were had all these puppies and my husband was partial to this one male dog but Stella kept coming to me and I was like oh that's a good sign right I'll take the one that keeps wanting to come to me yeah that didn't last long we got her home and within I think we took her to get vaccinated within a week or so and so we go to bed and Molly would get on the bed we called her the chaperone because she liked to sleep right in between us and so then Stella got on the bed and my husband was like this is too crowded I'm going to go in the other room so he went to the other room Molly followed him and then Stella was like wait so she jumped off the bed and yelped because she was sore from getting vaccinated (laughs) but still ran in there and just got into the bed with him. So mm-hmm. I, I'd like to say that I'm chopped liver, but clearly I'd get more attention if I were. So <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't rate too high around here. <laughs> I brought them both home. They're both my picks. They wouldn't live here without me, but it's fine that they ignore me. It's cool. I'm fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Not bitter at all. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs>
0: That's great. So um, tell us about... Bark box.
2: Bark box. So, um, I of course had seen advertisements for it and was interested because, and I'll, part of the reason was the first Christmas that we had Molly, um, we had gotten her this container, I think, of three rather large tennis balls. And she visibly enjoyed them so much that it was just really exciting. And so later on, I thought, well, gosh, you know, BarkBox, that'd be fun to watch her get new toys and whatever. So um, I ordered it and the first one came. My husband was like, what is this? Are you, you spent money on this? We don't, they don't need, they have toy. Like, it's fine. Don't just cancel it. And I was like, mm, we'll see. So <laughs> they opened the box. They, I mean, we let them tear it open and they fight for the toys and we're, grabbing the toys so we can take the tags off so they can play with them and um after a couple of months because they come every month right my husband's watching we're watching them rip the box apart and my husband's like yeah i understand now why you wanted to get this for them Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so now it's this big deal we set the box out they even they they know what it is and i'm sure they can smell that there's dog stuff inside because there's treats and things inside but Um, There was one time we had the box sitting on the counter and Molly was sitting underneath it and she'll she'll paw if she wants to whatever so she's like pawing at the box because it had been sitting there too long and she was ready to open it and play with (laughs) it. So they totally know in fact if we say bark box, they both perk right up what bark box, and then they'll start sniffing around at any cardboard box that's in the house. Stella's part cat, so she just ends up chewing the box to pieces, mm-hmm. um, but then she'll play with the toys kind of later, but Molly's the type that always has a toy in her mouth, and so we have a little basket for all the, all the toys. Some of them last longer than others, and she just kind of called her comfort object. She'll just grab something and walk around with it, and it's pretty adorable, my unbiased opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. We did also get um, at Christmas. We I did a couple of add-ons to the box, mm-hmm. um, and we took them to. Our, we have our backyard neighbor has a husky and a labradoodle, and there I think our dogs and their dogs are frenemies, right? They mm-hmm. they bark, but they want to know that the, the the other is there. So anyway, we sent we sent some of those over to their dogs from our dogs for Christmas.
0: Oh, so, that's very nice <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> when we first moved in they had um, a golden retriever back there and so we had sent and it was we moved in in like September so come Christmas we sent we're again we're those people I send out Christmas cards to our dog to dogs from our dogs <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we sent a Christmas card to their dog lady from our dogs and I guess the kids were like oh they know her name. <laughs> she <laughs> says, "Do you know their dog's names? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we do, because, you know, you're out there yelling their name, obviously. but mm. yeah.
0: That's very nice. <laughs> so when did when did you first hear about BarkBox?
2: That's a great question, actually, that i I don't have an answer to that. I'm honestly not sure. It was probably um, something that I saw, like, scrolling through Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining that's where I first heard of (laughs) it, but I couldn't tell you when that was.
0: When was your first box?
2: I think we've subscribed now for two or three years.
0: Okay, so a long time.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's it's, it's always
0: fun for the dogs every time?
2: Every time. And I have to tell you, The themes that they come up with for those boxes are fantastic. I mean, we enjoy reading that. So it comes with the big paper that explains which what each of the toys are and how they fit in with the theme. And and then the treat bags typically fall into the same theme. Like it's it's a production. And I know they have to put a lot of work into that to come up with something new each month. But Mm -hmm. it's pretty incredible and it's it's really entertaining. I'm sure if we had kids, they would, they would love it too. Cause sometimes it comes with um, like activity stuff that like if we had kids, they would do or, or um, like here, cut this out, like these glasses and put them on the dog and take a picture and post it kind of a thing. So it's, oh, they make it awesome. kind of interactive and fun. But yeah, the themes that they come up with. So this month I think is Jurassic Park. We haven't opened the box yet but I'm excited to see the dinosaurs. Yeah, I
0: saw it on the website earlier today. Yeah, and see
2: what's (laughs) left of the dinosaurs.
0: (laughs) So you said that you first ordered like two or three years ago,
2: Mm -hmm. but you don't
0: remember how you heard about them.
2: Not specifically. I I assume that it was online, um, probably Instagram Mm -hmm. is is the most likely method. But no, I don't don't remember specifically.
0: And and now do you still see ads for them and... You know, they're, they're marketing I problems.
2: do. Yeah, I do actually. So when I get emails from them, um, the way that my email set up, they go into a promotional folder that I don't always check. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be scrolling through Instagram and happen to see, here's add-ons for this month's box. And then I'll go look at my email and I'll have an email saying, here are the add-ons if you want to add anything on. And so sometimes I'll do that. Most of the time I don't. Um, but yeah, I definitely see posts from BarkBox and I see posts from other people so in fact just recently i was on i think it was instagram and somebody had posted a picture of their dog with a shark toy in their mouth and i recognized it as the shark toy that came with the vegas box so it's the card it's the it's a card shark from squeaker's palace <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so <nice. laughs> i i commented on it cuz they didn't call out that it was a bark box toy and so i commented and i was like hey and nice Nice card shark from Barkbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely see see a lot of Barkbox stuff. It's cool. I'm sure That's the funny. algorithm has me pegged to all I see on Instagram are dogs. So,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they know who you are.
2: I'm like people. What is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, since you don't remember, or you might remember, what made you decide to buy?
2: Um, definitely not a whim. Um, I, so the first Christmas that we had Molly, we had gotten her a few toys and our previous dogs weren't really toy dogs. Um, but the way that she played with those dogs and seemed genuinely excited about something new that, that triggered me to want to get her something new to, to see that more often than just Christmas. And so that, that's kind of, and it, wasn't a, a quick decision, right? I'd seen the advertisements or whatever multiple times before finally pulling the trigger to say, no, you know what? I think I'm going to do this. And I probably started out with a, a smaller subscription and then increased it um, because, you know, you got you to gotta try it out first, but never looked back, not one.
3: <laughs>
0: All righty, Kate. Thank you. And now we're going to hear from Jennifer.
3: Um, So my name is Jennifer. I'm from the Midwest, and I work in higher education. And Toji is my Siberian Husky. He's four and a half years old, and I've had him for about three years now.
2: Uh
3: Um, He has a very goofy personality. You know, a lot of people, when they see Huskies, they're, I guess, scared, or they think they look, a lot of kids are like, oh, they look so scary. And I'm like, he's the biggest chicken you'll ever meet in your life. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So... Um, but he's really a goofy boy. He likes to play catch and fetch. And um, once I noticed that, I actually bought like some bubbles, a little tub of bubbles to blow mm-hmm. in the yard, and he likes to chase after those. So he's, he's very lighthearted. Well, that's fun. Which I need. I need that fun, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that helps out. Um, so tell me just briefly again how how you got Toji.
3: So uh, I had very, very recently lost uh, another Siberian Husky. It was actually a matter of days. And my dad's neighbor reached out to me and said, hey, I've got a friend who's neighbor. So, you know, a story like that. Mm -hmm. Um, They need to um, get rid of their Husky. And and then they told me the horror story that he was on Craigslist for free. uh, And he was unneutered purebred Husky. And... um, you know, I I really wanted to try and get him into a safe home. At that time, I wasn't, I didn't feel ready myself to take on another dog so soon after my loss, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Uh, but I do volunteer work with a a husky rescue. And so I I talked to the people that I I work with there and they were able to find a foster home for him, but I needed to keep him for about two weeks while they did some shuffling around on, on their end. And, um, and then, uh, you know, dealing with rescue dogs, you can have a lot of different temper- temperaments. So the home that he ended up in had another dog that had uh, been found. Um, and uh, so you had a couple of different alpha personalities, I guess you could say, that were a little difficult to manage. And so they asked me to take him back again temporarily Mm -hmm. And it wasn't long after that that I was like, well, good luck prying him out of my house because it's not going to happen. I'm in love and he's mine. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Well, we are talking about BarkBox and shopping online. Um, And I wanted to ask you about your shopping habits and comparing them with your shopping habits to when you're shopping for Toji. Night and day. (laughs) Okay, let's hear. So,
3: it. I, I'll say that my shopping habits have evolved. I haven't always been quite the conservative or mindful shopper mm-hmm. that I am now for myself. Um, but i'm I'm definitely more mindful in that. I you know, I, I do pause to think, do I really need that? because I'm just tired of stuff, you know, stuff all over the place. And so I, I do try to be mindful about that. Now when it comes to toji, you know, my baby boy, you know, wow. he's so deserving of of anything. And so, you know, I, I definitely splurge more on him than I do for myself. Um, but uh I'm also mindful with what I purchased for him and that I want it to be safe, of course, and of quality because there are a lot of um, I think toys and things out there that um aren't made well or, you know, perhaps have, you know, chemicals like in, in their plastics and, and things like that. So, you know, I'm mindful of that, but I also uh, definitely splurge. He gets a lot of, a lot of toys.
0: Mm-hmm. So when did you find BarkBox?
3: I found BarkBox in um, the fall of 2019. So not long after I found Tochi or I, I got Tochi. Um, I was on an app and saw a promotion for BarkBox and it kind of piqued my interest and I I, you know I didn't do a ton of research I just kind of googled you know like BarkBox reviews Mm -hmm. Um, and they seemed pretty favorable and so I I think the first term that I, I signed up for was about six months so it wasn't a giant commitment you know if it didn't work out I didn't have to renew but it seemed like it would be you know, something fun, kind of like a unexpected joy delivered to your door every month
0: mm-hmm.
3: was what I was hoping for.
0: How how long was it between the time that you saw BarkBox on the app? I think you said it was Ibotta.
3: Mm-hmm. Ibotta.
0: Okay. How long was it between seeing it on Ibotta to when you bought it?
3: Um, I, you know, it was a while ago, but I, I want to say it's probably a week or two because, you know. Uh, like I said, I have gotten a little bit more conservative with my spending. So I think initially I was just like, well, you know, it's extra expense every month. But, um, you know, then, like I said, I thought about it and it wasn't going to be a super long-term commitment. So, Mm -hmm. and, and I, when I signed up, I just thought, oh, I'll just do this term and we'll be done. Right. But it was so much fun that I kept signing back up.
0: (laughs) All righty. That is all for the show. Uh, Thanks everybody for sharing once again. And for everybody listening, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of these stories. If you are in e-commerce, be sure to also subscribe to our Substack for weekly content about e-commerce marketing. And if you want to be a guest on the show, that would be awesome. Just go to the Real Heroes of E-commerce subreddit and drop a hint about what you'd like to talk about. Okay, cheers.